Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Gabriel Engel. Gabriel Engel is the CEO and co-founder of Rocket Chat, the leading open source team communication platform that allows users to chat securely on the web, desktop, or mobile, and offers the choice of both self-managed and SaaS options. Gabriel founded Rocket Chat in 2015 and is passionate about collaboration tools, open source, and new technology. Prior to Rocket Chat, Gabriel co-founded Connecty and worked as a product manager for business innovation and mobile applications at Vodafone Global Enterprise. Gabriel's long-term vision for Rocket Chat is to replace email with a real-time federated communications platform. Well, good afternoon, Gabriel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. This is so exciting. And again, you know, I tell people this all the time, podcasting is the favorite part of my job, but you know, the fact that I've got to traverse over 30 countries across the globe. And, and today I'm talking to you and you're based out of Brazil. So thank you so much for jumping on. And so, Gabriel, we're going to jump right into the questions. Let's talk about your career a little bit. You have a career in technology. You're a developer, a serial entrepreneur, and now you're the founder and CEO at Rocket Chat. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, I guess uh, there's a phrase that was quoted by Steve Jobs about the whole Earth catalog that says about stay hungry, stay foolish. And I think it kind of defined my career uh, up to this day. It was always trying to watch for new things, for new trends, uh, wanting to find the new challenges, the new new objective. And uh, uh, yeah, not being being afraid of get out of my my comfort zone. That's awesome. I do appreciate you sharing that, and and you're absolutely right. Steve Jobs is, is someone to look up to and and learn from. So um, again, thank you for sharing that. So Gabriel, we're going to talk a little bit about the pandemic. Um, the pandemic is starting to lift, kind of. <laughs> we we've got kind this of, other yeah. variant that's coming out, so who knows what's going to happen, but. Let's say we go back to some sort of normalcy. What are your business plans, or, or I'm sorry, your plans for business growth going forward? And will it be any different than the last 16 months? Yeah, that's that's a very good question. It's something that we are currently uh, uh, reviewing and and like planning for the, the the time ahead because the last last six months it was very different, right? During the lockdown, uh, there was the run like companies are running to try to understand this new model of working remotely and uh, uh, and looking to how to do that change as fast as possible uh, um, and like adapt. And now what we see is the companies understand uh, that this is a new, uh, even going back to the normal, there is a new normal, right? So the, the hybrid work comes to stay and uh, platforms like ours, which enable the digital workplace people to work either distributed or, 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 or even if it's in an office, but on a hybrid way, become a norm. But they now can understand that they have to look into how they structure their teams on a more uh, strategic way. And then it started to, to take more into consideration uh, things like privacy, security, where the data is stored, who has access to the data, how flexible the platforms are for them to turn into a competitive advantage or building automation on top of those uh, conversations. And then that's how it's, it's shifting our, our strategy. So first, we were during the pandemic just trying to, as quick as possible, help customers to 
make the shift this transition. And now we're looking more how we can enable or even migrate customers that have used competitors or used other tools to migrate a tool that allows them to have this full control of data and privacy and also that allows them to bring all the conversations with customers, uh, internal teams, partners, and suppliers into a central platform and leverage the benefits that unlocking and, and removing the silos can bring on. So it's a, it's, it's a journey that we are making uh, together with uh, our customers and that changes all our sales strategy, the, the pitch, the type of uh, uh, engagement that we're getting with customers. Thank you for sharing that. And that is so important. And, and I'm glad that, you know, this journey, as you mentioned, is not just uh, for your company Rocket Chat, but it's also you've engaged your uh, and invited your customers on this journey. So I think that's really important. And and we're excited to see some of the things that you're rolling out with your product line. So appreciate the share. And yeah, it was, it was a big difference on, on even building a team. I think on the beginning, we had pretty much the, the sales team where they were focused on just getting the customers and, and having that landing uh, sale. And now more and more, we understand that we, we're building a team of uh, customer success that is focused on this next phase, on, on, on helping, helping those accounts to grow to, the, to their full potential. And I think that's a, a big shift between where was our focus on acquiring customers first and growing through acquisition. And now there's a lot more growing through expansion. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And Gabriel, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. So is there anything you might be able to share with us today? Yeah, we, we have an, uh, one of the requirements of our stack that we try to keep it as clean as and elegant as possible. As an open source company, uh, we understand that one of the barriers for, for people to come and participate and contribute to a project is how complex that project is for you to understand and start contributing or having an impact. And also because one of the key differentiation of us, our solution is how easy it is to customize uh, to different needs for each organization. We also have then have to bear in mind in trying to make it simple to understand and, and simple to, to uh, external developers to understand the technology and, 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 and change it. So we've been playing around with, uh, uh, and, and as you're getting more now bigger company, uh, companies, larger customers, we are playing around on how to make our product scales to the uh, tens of thousands of another, like hundreds of thousands of users on, on a particular deployment. Uh, so we started to play with this whole, the, the, the microservices architecture maybe two years ago. And we gradually started to, to, to find the right libraries and the right uh, uh, architecture to run this on using the Node.js. So all our stack uses Node.js. So it's, everything is uh, JavaScript. So that gives us the ability to write code that is running on the server using JavaScript, write the clients, the web clients in JavaScript, our mobile apps are using React Native. So everything can be shared, the code base can be shared between server, mobile clients, and web clients on, in a lot of the libraries. Uh, then for us to, to maintain this uh, elegance on the stack, and uh, bring the microservices. We, we are now using a library called Molecular, 
that brings this microservice structure for the functions uh, inside inside the server inside the the Node.js uh, um, programming language, and also using NATs as the the mechanism for uh, this micro the microservice talking to different deployments and different containers. So I think that's it's what we we are proud of being able to build a single language stack that use very clean libraries, able to scale using the microservice, using Nats, and also keeping it easy for a developer to learn uh, from the mobile client to the web client from the server, just knowing JavaScript. I love that. And, you know, and I like how you put that together. You know, it's a, it's efficient um, yet elegant, right? And what's really cool about platforms since, since I used to develop years ago is things have really come together and, and due to communities, open source communities, people get together and, and start to build better uh, platforms uh, and developer kits so that, again, it makes it a lot faster to move things from, you know, basically from that napkin or that piece of paper, that idea out to uh, production. So thank you for sharing that. And, I, and I'm, like I said, we're pretty excited for you to share that about your new company. So Gabriel, last question here. Can you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or entrepreneurship? Of course. And um, and I might be biased <laughs> on this answer, obviously. But uh, I think one of the most important things for someone trying to get a career in tech, not just as a developer, but understanding, is in some point participate in an open source project. I think there's so much you can learn uh, these days about when you you participate on the community around a, a, a good, a cool open source project, you you will have the opportunity to, to understand how like a distributed team works. You have a lot of ownership about what you're doing. You will be able to have your code being reviewed by some of the best developers around the world that are leading and managing uh, those, those projects. You understand how to uh, even if you open a bug or like an issue to report a bug or, or trying to make a a, a, a suggestion for a, a, a improvement, you understand how then to communicate, how to, to defend your arguments. I think it's it's one of the best way uh, for someone to have a, a real world experience in some of the best developers out there on a, on a scenario which is pretty much now becoming how companies operate this distributed uh, work. And um, also because there's a lot of uh, uh, headhunters, right? And some some talent, uh, uh, people people looking for talent using GitHub, using looking at people's profile uh, on, the, on GitHub, what they contributed, what they have participated. And it's a, a big um, uh, advantage for developers if they have a GitHub profile with a lot of activity, they're going to start and undoubtedly we start receiving some uh, job offers. I know because our developers <laughs> receive a lot of those because they participate in Rocket Chat. So we know that uh, uh, we expose them to the world by 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 being an open source company. And um, on the entrepreneurial side, I always say to people that uh, for them to find problems that they really care about, and then they then they get in love with solving the problem, which is very different from what people sometimes do. It's 
like fall in love with a solution and then try to find a, sol a problem for that solution. Um, sometimes people fall in love with specific technology or specific approach, and then they want to find a place where they can apply that solution. And I think during the course of a company or a startup, uh, you're going to have to pivot or reevaluate your solution so many times, your strategy on how to solve a problem, that if you're in love with the solution, you're going to be more reluctant to to see the problem for what it is and then be more reluctant to, to drop your current assumptions and solutions and try again to try to find a, a different solution for that problem. So finding a problem that you care about that really annoys you and, 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 and then uh, you are eager to solve, I think is the best uh, way for an entrepreneur to start building something. I love that. And that's a perfect analogy that you shared on that, Gabriel. And obviously, people that do this for, for a living, right? Not even do, They don't even do it for a living. They do it because it's their life, like yourself, is, is finding that, that purpose and that why. Like you said, finding that problem that really annoys the heck out of you or, or, or your you know, other people and you want to solve that issue. So I appreciate the share. And Gabriel, it was a pleasure having you on today. And I look forward to speaking with you real soon. It was a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, hope to speak soon. Bye for now. <laughs>